0: Welcome to Uplifting Women podcast. This podcast is sponsored by upliftingwomen.net as well as Holly Teska Coaching and Consulting and Regent Leadership Group. Join our co-hosts, Holly Teska and Kristen Strunk, thought partners in the world of leadership, equality, and personal and professional development. Listen as they bring stories of inspirational women and their allies who are working every day for authentic leadership, equality, and inclusion in business, education, and community. These are the stories of the people whose mission it is to ensure others are seen, heard, and respected. They've overcome challenges in the workplace and the world or supported other women in doing so. Holly and Kristen are committed to uplifting women's voices, sharing inspiration, advice, and maybe even a few laughs from women and their allies about the work they are doing to promote inclusion and equality in our world. They believe that by sharing stories of challenge and triumph, We can all make the world a better place as we inspire others to step fully into their personal leadership space. We are so happy you have joined us today for our conversation.
1: Welcome everybody to this fresh episode of Uplifting Women podcast. I'm your co-host Holly Tesca, here with Kristen Strunk. And today we're going to do something a little bit different. We don't have a guest. It's just going to be Kristen and, and little old me, and we're going to do a little reflection on Uplifting Women 2022. So how what exciting. a year. What a oh, year. Yeah, what a year. Number one, I can't believe it's December. Number two, I can't believe January is right around the corner. And as I was reflecting on what we were going to talk about today, I started to pull together sort of a list of what's all occurred for us at the podcast this year.
2: And I think we're going to just do a little walk down memory lane. What do you think about that? I think it's great. Looking back over the year and the guests and the conversations that we've had really actually was uplifting to me looking at this list. I say, let's dive in. Remember, we started this podcast in June of 2021. It has not been very long. But we started with episode 15 and Holly Mealy. And Holly was the one who came to us and said that she was doing nonprofit meals and supporting caregivers through her own personal experience and her own family's experience. And I just remember being so impressed with her spirit of generosity and how inspired she was to do this work. So that was episode 15. You know, the other and thing I
1: want to call out about Holly, I recently yeah. heard that her her nonprofit, The Right Relief, they're getting very near their original goal of meeting I think it was something like 5400 meals and they're getting super duper close. Shout out to Holly and her team. Not
2: surprising at all. It's such a unique environment to be in and a special Focus on the caregivers themselves that sometimes get overlooked. So, cheers to Holly and her volunteers and her team. And then we moved into episode 16. This was Terry and Kurt, and they were really talking about their relationship as colleagues. And that conversation led us into more in depth coverage of sponsorship and allyship and really what it takes to uplift women in the workplace and how men do sometimes need to step into that void and be proactive in that space. And I think Kurt really demonstrated that and Terry underscored how important that was, but that women need to go seeking that out. Sometimes they need to go asking for it.
1: Yeah, that's true. Very true.
2: And then we went in another direction and we spoke with Sheila Long, who is the founder of Malamado. And that is just, it's a female co-working space. And the pandemic played a role in that growth. She really is focused on women entrepreneurs. She wrote a book and really is bringing that to the forefront. Her organization is sponsors these fireside chats that are focused mainly on female entrepreneurs. And what really was interesting about this story was that she really brought this about because she relocated and needed a way to make connections. She needed a way to make connections with other professional women. And so That episode number 17 was really interesting, and she's been doing a lot of work in the women entrepreneurship space. You'll see her in things like Women Entrepreneurship Week, and she's hosting a lot of different panels and moderating those. And then we moved into episode 18, which featured
1: Deb Crow, and Deb herself is the host of the Imperfect Podcast. It's called the Heart Centered Leadership Podcast. And she is really a coach that supports leaders in becoming more compassionate, curious, tapping into that softer side of who we are as people, and recognizing that the best leaders have a good dose of heart involved in their style. That was a fantastic conversation. Then in episode 19, we shifted over to Paula Goulden-Natov, and, and Paula's an attorney turned coach. We've talked with a number of people that have switched careers, but some of these that really involve a lot of educational preparation always surprise me because of the heavy investment they put into a career on the front end and then make a complete pivot later on. Paula's family, her upbringing, and her dad in particular, really stressed the importance of education to her and her siblings. And that's what led her to become an attorney. But also through that journey, she discovered other things about herself as she progressed through that career, and ultimately led her to becoming a coach, where she does coach, coaching, training, all kinds of things that You wouldn't expect that someone who started off as a attorney would do. And then, of course, in episode 20, how could we not celebrate International Women's Day? That's what we're all about. And so that was a really fun conversation as well.
2: And it was really interesting as we rolled out of International Women's Day, and our very next episode was episode 21, and Guillermo Gutierrez came to us and started to really talk through his exposure to different cultures and learning experience. And he really focused on his responsibility in his career path around diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. And when we talked with him, he focused on the way that women need to interact in the workplace and that feeling that we get of belonging and inclusion and how to build that in organizations. And that was a really interesting conversation for those of us who work in companies to know that there are people out there that champion that work and that focus. In episode 22, we talked with Jordan Goldrich, and he really focused on his way of communicating. And he really gave us a picture of what it meant to know him early on and the way that he approached things. In a very New York, aggressive, assertive style. And then he made a realization after a career shift that wasn't voluntary, that he needed to change the way that he was talking the way that he was communicating. And What really struck me about this was, again, some of that heart centered conversation and influence with him that really led him to the realization that there are way better ways to communicate and not only get the same point across, but probably in a different and more effective way. And that was an interesting conversation to see his journey from one mode of communication to another. And then, In episode 23, Janice Perkins really was inspiring because her parents were so inspiring. They really instilled in her the message that we have a responsibility and an obligation to take care of others. And it was really important to her when she discovered a chronic illness in her 30s that she was really focused on the things that were very important to her in her life. And that is something that you wish upon no one, that chronic illness. But for her, it seemed to be a real eye-opener and a way for her to get very clear very quickly on what was important.
1: Episode 24 brought us Liz Moda. And what a spitfire, a young woman executive who was still pinching herself, I think, from for where she had arrived, but absolutely positively belongs there. And she shared her ideas about what she thought was important as you start off your career as a young woman professional and how to be able to propel yourself forward in a much more accelerated way. She also called out for us the responsibility for all women to be out there helping each other, sponsoring each other, mentoring, supporting, and really elevating one another in the world and in the workplace. And Joby Murray, episode 25. This is our Crocs to Joby Bakes, LC, super surprise. She, after life in the corporate world and many experiences, and you have to listen to the episode, she tells the story of how she got to where she is, but just realized the importance of staying home with her kids and how could she still continue to have some kind of a career. So these days, she has a baking business that she runs from her home. And on top of that, she also is one of the founders and leaders of a community it's called Kids Impact Community. And it provides children of all ages the opportunity to have early experiences in their life where they're giving back to their communities and volunteering. It can be something as small as putting an ingredient in a paper bag to be given to children or families that are in need, but helping kids get those experiences about being giving and responsible citizens at an early age. And then there was summer break. So we're going to get into this a little bit and explain a little bit more about what summer break was. It happened pretty suddenly, and the impact was tremendous to Kristen and her family. On Friday, May 13th, her dad unexpectedly passed away, and I'm going to have to carry this for a little bit while she collects herself. It was a really shocking moment. I remember waking up to the text on Saturday morning that she had already flown down to be with her mom in South Carolina. And I knew immediately that we needed to focus our attention on taking care of Kristen and her family for the summer, and that we needed to put the podcast on a hiatus while we did that. I'm happy to report they're all doing better. Of course, a hole like that doesn't go away quickly or without a few tears. And I'm sure they'll still be working through it for a long time. That was the reason for our summer break. And then Fast forward to June 11th, my husband and I made a somewhat anticipated, but maybe not as well thought out move decision <laughs> as it could have been. So on June 11th, a day after a massive hailstorm in Oconomowoc, we decided we'd buy a house there, even amid all the hot. All the trucks in the street cleaning up debris from this storm and doing estimates on people's roofs that needed to be replaced. We decided we'd move out to a condom walk. And within six weeks, we managed to pack up our house downsize. We now live two blocks from our daughter and her family, which has been absolutely amazing. But we're happy to report we're back online. We both needed a little bit of space. And it certainly is a reminder to us that we are not in absolute control of what goes on around us. We can have a role in it, but the universe brings us what they, what it thinks we need, good, bad, or otherwise. And we don't always know what the purpose of it is at that time, but here we are. That was summer break.
2: That was summer break. And I think that it also is a reminder for us that we do need to take those steps back. And we've heard it from a number of our guests in various ways that there is a point in time, there is an inflection point, there is something that happens that causes us to swerve off of the path we thought we were on, the direction we believed we were going. And it's that pause. It's the people who support us, the people who are around us during those times that make the biggest difference for us. And that's part of what Uplifting Women podcast is all about. It is about reminding ourselves that we are supported by a community of people who will be there for us, who will want to be in that space with us, regardless of what's happening. And a number of our guests have had those inflection points And have talked about the people who have supported them. And Holly and I had an opportunity both the past six months or so to really understand what that meant for each of us in terms of the people who reached out, the people who were supportive in both of our changes. And that just really becomes part of what this community is all about. Absolutely. And there were
1: so many friends and family members that came forward to help Neil and I with just the idea of moving out of a house that we had been in for 22 years. That was way too big for the two of us at this point in life. And everything that was involved, It we couldn't have done it without our friends and our family. Lots of love out to my brothers, our friends, Joanne and Mike. They helped a lot. Even cheering from the back's From the backseat, sometimes people were just sending words of encouragement. Like, you guys got this. Don't worry. If you need anything, let us know. My daughter and her husband and my son and his wife, they were so helpful. You think about the village that supports you. And sometimes we take that for granted. And it's okay to ask for help. And that's hard for me to ask for help. So it was a real reminder to me.
2: And Christian, you know what else I forgot to throw in for summer break? What? Good job. Oh, that's right. I did do that. <laughs> There's been a lot that happened over summer break. You are absolutely correct. I did start a new job, Holly. I did. I started at the Manpower Group, which is a large international organization headquartered here in Milwaukee, and I am loving it. In episode 26, remember we spoke with Megan McCann, and she was one of the advocates for asking for help and asking for mentorship. She founded McCann Partners Search and really it reinforced for us, which I think we all need to remember on occasion, that where we're headed in the future is never going to be a straight line, no matter how much we think we've got things planned out. And her conversation was just a really great reminder of believing in yourself. It was a conversation about having that courage. So I think. Episode 26 with Megan was really exciting and episode 27 we
1: had Rebecca Siv. Rebecca's the author of three books on American women's politics and power. She's also a motivational speaker and experienced media analyst and she's admired for her women's leadership strategy work. Her newest book make her story your story, which by the way I have been using and it's quite quite fantastic. Rebecca would tell you that was her COVID project. And uh, it's a guided journal to justice for every day for every woman. And it really gives you some really cool reflections to work through thinking about how do you use your power as a woman to advance ideas, different things in your communities? How do you draw attention to things that are keeping women from being everything that can possibly be. I strong call out to Rebecca for writing the book. It's absolutely worth picking up and using, use it as your daily journal or such in 2023.
2: That's a great suggestion, Holly. And then we moved into episode 28 and that was Lori Schmidt. And she really helped us understand how a series of perceived failures had her really doubting herself. But what she recognized during all of that was the importance of positivity in her life. And she wanted to share that with all of us. She really reiterated that we are going to make some mistakes in life. And where we get our power, where we get our strength is really learning from those mistakes. And what I really took away from the conversation with her was that taking risks And forgiving yourself if you don't always get it right on the first try is so important. And I think that for me, that message is extremely important as we continue to try new things, as we continue to do new things, that grace and that forgiveness of what happens when you experiment with something new can be really powerful. Yeah. And then episode 29,
1: our last episode that we dropped, Sarah Scala. Sarah is a proud member of the LGBTQ plus community. She's a consultant, she's a coach, and she's an educator. And she talked with us about how a high school physical education ropes course is what got her started in her career. So she actually ended up with a, I believe it was a dual major in adventure, recreation, and business. So what a combination, right? But it eventually led her to working in the corporate world with leaders and teams. And now she's gone off on her own and has her own business doing that very thing. So if you're looking for somebody to help you with the ropes course, I think think Sarah's your gal. (laughs) But what a fun year and what a fun conversation, just talking through all the people that we got to meet and- I just want to say, as much as they were sharing their stories with us, I felt I learned so much from each of our guests. And it really reminded me of the power of curiosity, the power of compassion for one another. I remember waking up the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. A little early before the alarm clock went off this year and I just felt this overwhelming feeling of gratitude gratitude for everything that's gone on this year is crazy and roller coaster-ish as it could possibly have been but I really feel in a place of peace and gratitude for our guests for all the people that support us on a daily basis and just for life in general
2: I would absolutely have to agree with you, Holly. I think the storytelling that we have encountered this year and the openness that people have been willing to share themselves with us and our listeners is extremely powerful. And as much as 2022 has been, you're right, an absolute roller coaster. Gratitude is definitely one of the main feelings that I will walk away from this year with. And a lot of it has to do with your friendship and your mentorship and opening this community of people to us and to the listeners and really taking on this passion project of yours. I have to say that this has been a wonderful addition for me to my life. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying
1: yes. To yet another one of my impulsive ideas. (laughs) Yeah, someday we'll have to tell our listeners about that story, how that all happened. That would be interesting. But uh, yeah, so these last few weeks of the year, I'm going to try to just stay cocooned in my reflective space. We're moving my dad to an assisted living community in a couple of weeks. And that's a big life change for him. It also holds up a mirror to me that I'm not getting any younger, which is tough, but hey, beats the alternative. But I just, I want to tell you, Kristen, what a joy you are to have in my life. And I appreciate that. My little protege. (laughs) That's what I like to think of you as. And I'm most happy to fill that space. (laughs) And uh, thanks for riding along with me. I think it's been fun. We're both learning a lot as we go. Sometimes the technology is interesting, but hey, we've worked through it. Thank God for you. (laughs) We have learned a lot. Yeah. I remember you. I remember one of the things you said you were excited about when we started this project was the opportunity to learn more about technology stuff. I wonder, do you still feel that way?
2: I do do. I'm (laughs) more thoughtful about my interest than I was before and what I want to learn, but there is a lot that goes into it. And our community has been so helpful and so supportive as we have had maybe some of those bumps in the road that it has really been eye-opening with all of the things that can go sideways. It's really interesting. So a couple exciting things that we're going to do
1: here in 2023, we're going to redo our website needs a facelift. So we've got some help with that. So our listeners can look forward to that. We're also going to move forward with some production help. So hopefully we're going to be able to spiff this up a little bit. We're probably going to be looking for some sponsors in the coming year, which would be, and Christian and I are going to be offering some of our services that will be available to our listeners and the general public through our website. They can sign up to have coaching sessions with me. Kristen loves to do presentations, keynotes. She does a little bit of consulting work as well on the side. So we're going to be making all those things available to our, to our listeners and to others who want to engage with us. But I'm looking forward to a fun 2023 on behalf of Kristen and myself. I We want to wish you all a very happy, healthy holiday season. Wishing you great continued success in 2023 and keep lifting up women wherever you can and keep listening. So thanks so much, everyone. Thank you. Cheers.
0: Cheers. Thank you so much for listening in on this latest episode of Uplifting Women podcast. Holly and Kristen appreciate your dedication to uplifting women and look forward to you joining them again soon. This podcast is sponsored by upliftingwomen.net, as well as Holly Tesca Coaching and Consulting and Regent Leadership Group. Please visit your favorite platform where you found this podcast to leave a review. If you are an uplifting woman or a man who champions women's success with a story to share, Kristen and Holly would love to talk to you. Please visit upliftingwomen.net and leave us a message.